0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.
1: Align and awaken with Mother Earth Rising podcast. Let's rise and heal together with me, Pippa, your Mother Earth healer. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're all well and doing amazing right now. Today I wanted to bring on a special guest, my favourite guest, and that is my partner and my twin flame and my best friend and that's Chris. I know some of you have followed me for a while And you know a bit about our story, but I really want to bring him on to talk more about our separation, what we've been going through. And, you know, we've been separated now for nine months and that's pretty tough, but we're we're making it, we're getting through it. So I wanted to bring him on so you can get to know how amazing he is.
0: Hello, beautiful. I do miss you so much.
1: I miss you too. I just... Feel like we always have such a powerful connection when we do things together. Like we have our online course, we do videos together, we do lives together, and when we come together and our energies reunite, they're just, they're just, it's just so huge.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I felt it the day I left you, and and the strain, the of the energy, has been tough. It's been a tough nine months for both of us, and it's because. We love each other so deeply, we're so madly in love, we spent half of COVID together in lockdowns, in each other's space for 24-7, rarely fought, if at all, I I can't even think of a, a tiff we got into, and it's been tough, babe, it's been tough, but it's made us stronger.
1: It has, and I think today I really wanted to kind of talk to you about our heart messages, we've all come here with a message in our heart, I believe, whether that be, you know, to help people, to help animals, to help the planet, you know, whatever your gifts and purpose are, you have a heart message, you have something to share. And I feel like with, with you and I, we, our purpose is very similar in the, in the sense that we want to help the planet, we want to help people and animals. But again, we we spoke about this this morning. We're, we're just so similar. And that, that, is, mm-hmm. that comes with the twin flame energy. We're like very similar souls. Like obviously two people are never the same. You know, we have to have our differences. But when it comes to your heart message, like I'm going to ask you that towards the end. Like, you know, what is your mm-hmm. heart message so you can think about that. But I just feel like people need to hear what we will feel and hear our energy because we're so blessed. You know, we're so mm-hmm. blessed to to be here. You know, if you can hear mm. us right now, you know you're blessed. You can hear you can hear us. You know, if, if mm. you're just listening to us or you're driving and you're seeing the beautiful scenery, you're blessed beyond beyond measure. So, for you, Chris, like, what's been one of the the hardest things about being separated from me that you found?
0: It's like it's it's a it's a double edged sword because I'm I'm thinking about the technology. Like we 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 talk about how blessed we are that I I see you every day. And I talk to you twice a day in the mornings and the evenings because I'm either, I was either 13 hours or 11 hours difference with the UK here in New Zealand. And I've been very fortunate that I can see you every day and smile and and talk and, and do the things that we do. But then I think the hardest part is not being able to touch you, hug you, kiss you, you know, just caress you. So it's a, it is a total double-edged sword because if we didn't have that technology, it would have been maybe easier in a sense that I could be a little bit more, I don't, I'd be, but I think, I just feel like I'd be a little bit more disconnected. I don't know. I don't know. But definitely the physical, not being able to just hold your hand while we drive. Like we used to do that all over the UK and, and, and in California, but you know, the the hardest was leaving you last November at London Heathrow and not knowing when we're going to reunite. That has been by far the hardest part of this. If I had a date, time, whatever, and we still don't know, we're hopeful. We've gotten some good news this week, so we're hopeful it's soon, but Definitely not having a date, babe. It has has been brutally tough, brutally tough.
1: So yeah, for me is is the trust and letting go of the when. Because as humans, we want to know when are we going away, when are we doing this. We plan, we plan, we plan. And for us, we we're, we're like planning in our manifestation mind of all the things we're going to do, all the things we want to see, all the things we want to do together but when it comes down to the, the trust for me if someone said to you and i separately what has been your greatest lesson being separated and i would say the trust it's trusting the timing it's trusting that we are separated for a much greater reason than we even realize you know we've spoke about this you know you've had amazing time to spend with you boys to rebond you know think about even though we would have loved it if I'd have flown with you to New Zealand last year, you know, I would have, they would have been adapting to me and adapting to to a new, a new life. And it, I just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful in a sense. And isn't that powerful to be able to be grateful for something that you didn't really want, you know, you know, to be separated from me for so long, I would not, not have chosen. But when we look at the, we always have to look for the positives in what we would say is a negative situation, but Mm -hmm. we are so blessed.
0: It, it we are i mean we are yeah i mean it, it, uh, this relationship is going to last us the rest of our life i have no i have zero doubt on that i i absolutely twin flame relationship it it's from the very beginning it's been bonkers it, it, it's just you know both of us head over heels in love with each other both of us pushing ourselves spiritually to be better human beings living our purpose it's you know, I'm, I'm grateful and you have to look at it that way. I think, yeah, like you said, trust. I said faith, faith that we would get through this this period because I think, again, the unknown, it was like, oh, maybe next month, maybe next week. Maybe, you know, New Zealand will let in people in a couple of weeks. You know, it. We, we kept kicking the can down the road and, and it, that has just been so hard. So if we would have known nine months, yeah, maybe our, our outlook would have been a little bit different you know, maybe we would have, you know, wouldn't have worked as hard, you know, to stay connected and to do the work. But I definitely am grateful in the separation that it's, you know, when I left London, I was madly in love with you. And I was devoted to you. Yet, today, I feel like I love you way more. I appreciate you way more. I... I will do anything to reunite with you besides abandon my kids. I mean, that's the only thing keeping me here. And, you know, I feel like now that we've gotten through this and, and we feel like it's nearing the end. And, and if it's a few more months, it's a few more months, but I feel like you and I can get through anything after getting through this period.
1: Yeah. It's that's, just yeah. like everyone said that to me, my friends and family, you know, you've, you've gone through the hardest thing and, now we can be like well look what we got through you know we had mm-hmm. 9 12 months apart and it's just we we had to get through it we it again it was out of our control like like you said Chris if if we knew when you left in november last year if you knew okay first september in 2021 you'll be reuniting you know mm-hmm. we would have worked towards that goal but again the unknown makes us have it it works for us it gives us that It gives us that ability to go, well, we don't know the date. And isn't that the point of life? We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what's going to come into our life. But if we just trust in the universe, if we trust that whatever we do need will come at the exact right moment that we need it. It's the same cliche stuff you hear, you know, Mm -hmm. things won't pass you by. The right people come into your life at the right time. The right jobs come into your life at the exact right moment. Everything is, is meant for you. Everything Mm -hmm. is meant for you. You and I came into each other's lives at the exact right moment. I know Mm -hmm. you want to talk about the whole when we, when our (laughs) energies crossed, we never Mm -hmm. saw each other physically, but that's a powerful story in itself because I was, I remember sitting there at that time wondering what my soulmate looked like, wondering would I ever meet my soulmate, wondering what I wanted in a man, you know, and I I remember sitting on on that beach and writing down those goals, and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you were right above me.
0: Yeah. So it, uh, yeah, I did this. I, I was just reminiscing cause it, it, my memories came up from two years ago and you know, my story was, was sad and I was forced away from my kids for a while. I couldn't get back to New Zealand, um, had to get some stuff done before that, but I'd finally was able to get the green light to come see my kids. And Now today I have 50% custody of them. I mean, they're they're in my care half the time. I fought hard for that and and I'll always fight hard for them and as I'll fight hard for Pip. But at the time, you know, there were so many unknowns and I I was an emotional wreck. I just, you know, I'm a dad, that's, you know, one of my, we'll talk about the heart messages, but uh, you know, being a parent, that is one of my my greatest accomplishment. I have a PhD. You know, teacher of the year. I was an officer in the army. I, you know, I made tons of money. Blah blah blah. I have a list of accomplishments professionally that I don't care about. I care about my children, and I care about my partner. And so, on that trip, it was gut wrenching. It was tough. It was it was emotionally very hard. And I got on an airplane in Los Angeles with my sister, who who thankfully came with me because I needed the the support, the emotional support and because of some rigmarole i i couldn't fly straight to auckland the, the ticket prices were were outrageous so i had to fly to sydney first and so we fl- it, you know it's like a 14 hour flight from la and i remember flying in and landing and then getting off the airplane i actually felt great i, I wasn't jet lagged at all and i remember seeing a rainbow And I was like, oh my God, this is a sign. This is a beautiful sign. And I took a rainbow or took a picture of the rainbow overlooking Sydney. And then I got on a plane a few hours later and flew to Auckland. Well, little did I know on a beach underneath me was this beautiful woman from the UK. And it was one of the toughest trips of my life. And to have Pippa under me, What are the chances? I I told her this morning. I was like, "There's eight billion people on Earth, or nearly eight billion people on Earth. What are the chances that I flew over you and you used to go out every morning and watch the planes fly in? So your eyes locked in on my airplane as I flew over you, and then probably it just it it's it's you can't write this stuff. And then within a couple weeks, you were messaging me, and then within a couple months, we were dating." And then within a couple of years, we're going to be married and we're going to have kids and we're going to have this amazing story. It just, it something, I, I guarantee you the universe set that up every time. I, I think we've said this on a podcast before, but like the second Pip landed in LA, I remember my heart skipped a beat. I was driving up to pick her up. And then when I flew to London uh, last year, when I overflew her, her radio went out. It just, you can't write this stuff. Like, it just gives you so much. When you think about it, you really think about it. It gives you so much hope and trust and faith, right?
1: It does. And I love that story because I remember I can't wait to take you to Sydney and take you to that yeah, beach. I and know. I'll, I will sit with you and you'll see where I watched the planes come in. Yeah. And, but isn't it crazy that? I think it was a month after you flew over me in Sydney, which we only kind of found out about a year Mm. ago when we were kind of looking through our photos. Mm. I remember sitting on that beach, you coming over. Obviously, I didn't know that. So I didn't know that. So, you know, I'm just watching Mm. the planes come in. I know I get really deep in thought thinking, oh, I wonder where they're going and I wonder what what they're doing. (laughs) But then as you said, the universe set it up. It's destiny. Like, that was all, that was always going to be meant. And then a month later, you know, I reached out to an animal podcast that I downloaded out of mm-hmm. several science animal podcasts I could have downloaded. Yours was the one that I chose.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: me being me, mm-hmm. you know, I love supporting people. I reached mm-hmm. out to you and I said, I love your podcast. Just started listening to it. I'm thinking about going back to grad school to study animal behavior because I do love animals.
0: Mm-hmm. But again,
1: like... Isn't it crazy? So this is one thing I really want to get across to people. <clears throat> I feel like it's important for me to say it at this time. I had a calling in August 2019 while in Australia to go back to study a master's in animal behavior. Now, having said that, I had no experience in zoology. I had no experience in animal behavior. I had no experience in anything to do with science. i would never done data. i would never ran data anything Mm -hmm. in that in that experience as chris will know because he's got a phd and all that so i i just had this calling to go back to school and my undergrad is in business and management so it's a total spin because i love animals so much and i remember getting in touch with manchester uni i said i was coming home in september i'd love to start studying the animal behavior master's program Mm -hmm. and they said yep send you send you stuff over We'll get you we'll get you sorted. And actually I should have gone for an interview to see, you know, did not have experience. They want to know that, you know, what your skills mm-hmm. are and what you what your wants and desires are. And I remember because of the time, she just let me join. She just said, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think you have to write a statement, don't you, about about who you are and what you what your beliefs are and things like that. And I must have written a pretty good one at the time, which I think I did. And she said, Yeah, no need to come in for an interview, you've got a place on the course. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" So happy f- for that. But at the time, I thought, "Right, I'm going to start listening to some podcasts and getting, you know, getting into <laughs> animals and learn about them because they, they do fascinate me." And that's when I came across All Creatures podcast.
0: Yeah,
1: I downloaded it. I started listening to it. So what I want to say is, I now have no desire to study animal behavior. But <laughs> that didn't mean. The calling in 2019 wasn't sufficient because January of 2020, after I came back from LA, after spending five amazing days with Chris in Los Angeles, within 24 hours. So so I started the, the degree in, in the September, mm-hmm. the master's. I, I did two assignments. I passed both assignments, which I was so proud of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Went to LA in December to see Chris. Came back on the 4th of January, I think it was. And by Mm -hmm. the 5th, I should have had an exam on the 6th, I think. Which, you know, I was nervous for. But at the same time, I had this feeling. I came back from LA and I sat there and I thought, I'm not meant to do this anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: not meant to carry on with this degree anymore. There's something, this burning desire inside of me is saying, leave, stop. And I yeah. remember within 24 hours of being back in the UK, I'd booked a flight to come back to LA for a month <laughs> and yeah. I'd pulled out of uni. Now, mm-hmm. some of you may have a judgment of, oh God, like you just pulled out of uni. Like, and I remember some people did criticize me for it. You know, that week I came back from LA it was tough. My parents kind of criticized me a little bit. You know, they mm-hmm. just wanted me to to be good and make sure I'm doing the right thing. You know, cause I can be quite hasty as you know, and and impulsive, mm-hmm. but it wasn't about that. It was the burning desire I had that, I was meant to start that degree for Chris to come into my life. And that's the point I want to get across to people. It doesn't matter if you don't finish a degree. It doesn't matter if you don't stay in a job. It doesn't matter if you don't stay in a relationship where you're not happy. Those burned desires and those callings that you have, they're meant for you to find something or to, to gain something or to lose something. And yeah, I had an amazing three, four months studying animals. It was amazing. But that degree brought me Chris. So yeah.
0: I, did. I, did right, I did the right thing
1: because if I had if I'd stayed, yeah. what would, you know, I said to you, Chris, if I'd stayed, it wouldn't have worked out because COVID hit, all the costs yeah. have been pushed back. Yeah. It would. It just wasn't meant. So I'm so proud of yeah. myself for sticking to those callings and doing what's best for me.
0: It, and I think that's an important point to make too Is is trust your higher self. I remember a year ago, When the New Zealand borders opened and we started writing exemptions, trying to get in, trying to get in to get to see my kids. And we tried together and they denied us. I tried alone. They denied us. And then we found an expert and said only Chris could probably make it in. But I remember meditating quite a bit. You know, I meditate every day, which everybody should do. You got to really learn to quiet your mind for at least five minutes. I, I try to meditate at least 20 minutes a day. I'd like to get that up to 40, 45 minutes if I find the time. But I remember meditating and the message coming back to me as you need more time with Pip, you need more time with Pip, you need more time with Pip. And this was like August, September, going into October. And I was like, I know, but Pip's coming with me eventually. You know, this, this COVID stuff will be over by January, February. You know, she'll be able to come in. I could, I can spend two months without her. It, It will be fine. And now I know why. Now I absolutely know why those messages were, why I got denied early on? Because if I would have left, you know, a year ago, it would have been that much harder on us. We had many more months to bond even tighter before I left the country, and I just I wish I had more time with you. Honestly, you know, now that I am here and you are there, I, I I wish I would have waited till I told you this. You know, and your dad, I would have if I would have known, I would have waited till like January, maybe February to get here. You know, I know I had to get here for my children. They, they needed me, but it's just so hard. It's been so hard, but you know, we, we've done it, babe. Like I pat ourselves on the back. We've done it. We're doing it. We are strong. We're stronger. We're more madly in love for each other. And you know, we've done a lot of work, internal work, you know, cause it's brought That's a twin flame relationship does is it brings up all your, your warts and wounds for you to heal. And, you know, stuff that I've been getting upset about has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what happened to me in my past and stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be when we reunite, like the earth will shake. Those are two energies coming together. It, it's going to people will feel it. It will feel it. It's destiny. They will. We're getting back together. Yeah, we are. We are two big magnets coming together. They're slamming together. And never again, (laughs) never again am I doing this ever.
1: I think a lot of people are just so many people are rooting for us. You know, they just know how long it's been and how hard it's been. But Mm -hmm. again, we're lucky. You know, there's people in a lot worse situations than us and our hearts go out Mm -hmm. to them all the time. And it's, it's been the toughest, the the toughest thing I've gone through. You know, it's, it's tested Mm -hmm. me in so many ways, but it's funny, isn't it? I, I spoke to you about this yesterday the last few weeks have been real about reminiscing about going back mm-hmm. to when we first connected. About you know, I've got a lot of past doors closing here because I'm leaving one life and going to another life. It's just, you know, it it really is amazing what we actually go through. Like we think the suffering it is happening to us, it's not. It's happening for mm-hmm. us. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're in that suffering mentality right now, it's it everything's temporary. Everything's mm-hmm. temporary, everything, but we have to have the mentality of it's happening for me. What is this happening? Why is this happening to me as in what can I learn from this? How is this helping me grow? How is this making me stronger? Mm-hmm. You know because we can fall into the victim mode? you know that's a re- that's an easy way to fall into, and that's that that's part of the ego, which is probably another podcast that we'll probably talk about, but you yeah. know it really is, and I won't lie there's it's been tough on Chris and I in so many ways. In ways of, of communication, in ways of keeping sexual energy up, in ways of play, you know playing the games and spending quality time yeah. together, you know, especially when the UK came out of lockdown, it was like woohoo freedom, mm-hmm. you know. And then our, our schedule changed, you know, from me being yeah. at home twenty four seven to being out and doing the things that I love doing. So, but but we've, we've adapted. Like we're just so adaptable, and we're so giving for each other, and we're so. Yeah, we we hold space for each other and it's just, we've just blossomed. And like, one thing I do want to say is, you know, we've, we started dating on 11-11, 2019. So think about that. That's come up to two years in November. In in the 18 months, just over 18 months that we've actually been dating, we've only spent eight or nine months together.
0: Mm-hmm. Physically. Physically. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: we have, we, we're still in the honeymoon period, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> two years gone. we'll be in the honeymoon period till I die. But yeah, it's been, I mean... Because, you know, in our relationship, I was supposed to come see you in March of 2020. Obviously, COVID hit. It stopped that. But again, remember, I and and again, you know, I don't remember what we said it on past podcast. but I was about to board the plane. I was in Washington, D.C., Dulles Airport. They're boarding in 20 minutes. I'd already f- flown. I, I stopped off in Ohio for work you know, from LA to Ohio and then Ohio to DC, I was about to board the plane. Then Donald Trump comes on TV and says some incoherent message about borders closed and, uh, but not the UK, but maybe the UK, it it was so confusing. And I remember calling you and I was in tears and I'm like, I can't come. I can't, I can't, I can't make it. I'm so sorry. I can't, I have work, you know, I'm teaching, you know, I, I, I can't risk getting stuck in the UK right now. And that was a, that was a very tough moment for us. So I I flew back to LA the next day and we had a lot of growth over those next six weeks because we, we did get in one of our worst tiffs where we didn't talk to for like five or six days. And I remember after my shift, I told you I'm coming, I'm coming. And I flew out April 30th through a pandemic. You know, on a plane with 30 people, you know, from L.A. to London. I didn't care I was coming to you. And then, and I, I, stayed in, I stayed in the U.K. all those months. If I got on that plane in March, I probably wouldn't have flown in April. I probably would have pushed it back, pushed it back. Yeah, and you back. only
1: had like 10 days. So I doubt we could have got all what we did
0: in 10 oh, days. No, no. But remember how – so it's like you said, how everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And instead of getting upset – and losing it you really got to accept like i think we've we've accepted a lot of this this past nine months that a lot of it's out of our control you know we, we can't control what's going on with the pandemic i can't control the the new zealand government's rules um i can't control right now. i'm trying but you know i can't fl- i can't even fly out to see Pippa. i won't be able to get back in so that's what's keeping me grounded here it but it all has it all has purpose because we does. look back in hindsight. Especially over our relationship, everything has had purpose. How we met, how we started dating, how we started dating eleven eleven. We didn't even know. We just said, "Okay, yeah, we're exclusive on on this day." Okay, what's today, November eleventh? Okay, cool. And then you know, six six months later, a year later, we're like, "Oh my god, that was significant," mm. you know. And then all the synchronicities, and then you flying out to L.A. twice, and then me living with you for nearly seven months. And now, as soon as you get here, we're gonna to live together for the rest of our lives. It's, I just can't wait. Yeah. Just,
1: it's near the end. I feel it. I like think I said mm-hmm. I keep having those moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. near the end, near the end, near the end, yeah. and uh, it just, it just feels different at the moment. It does. It does. Feel, it feels different, and I feel like it. Just, we're just gonna come out of this and be like, oh my god, we got through that.
0: Mm-hmm. Always, always, I will always look back at this time in my life and go. That was one of the most difficult times of my life. You know, coming to a foreign country where again, I have one good friend. I have zero family here besides my two children. And for me personally, for nine months, making it work, staying connected to you, being a dad, getting all the legal stuff done so you know I can I can be their dad. It yeah, it's been a it's it's been a a good, but bittersweet, you know? Yeah. Experience. Just talking
1: about you being a dad, you know, yeah. what would be your heart message to the world?
0: So, you know, I, I tell this to Pip. I always put her happiness and my children's happiness above my own. That's just how I am. It's my DNA. I, I can't change it. I won't change it. I do, I will, I do look after myself. I go work out. I'll buy a nice food. You know, I get massages every other week. That's like me splurging on myself. I, my heart message is just to love, especially those nearest and dearest to you. So your partners, which can be some of the most challenging, you need to love them with everything you got unconditionally. And so I think my heart message is is to love unconditionally. Um, it's not just beyond – because I'm trying to get to surround my head around the heart message because it's not just to my children. It's easy to love my children unconditionally. It's easy to love you most of the time unconditionally. <laughs> to love the world unconditionally is my next great challenge. Yeah. That is very difficult, especially, you know, looking back home in the United States, what's going on? how people treat each other but if i can learn to love everybody unconditionally no matter what i think i i will achieve my purpose on on this this life during this lifetime
1: yeah it's it's love has to be in my heart message too it's the highest frequency on the whole earth you know it and there's there's more of it needed throughout the whole planet love I know Wayne Dyer talks about that there's a quote he says I think he says you know see the light in others and treat them as that's all you see it's the same with love you know see the love in others and treat them as that treat them as those that's all
0: you see. and, and that goes so, back to forgiveness I think yeah, forgiveness does, yeah. is is if you can't forgive somebody you know maybe we do another podcast on this one because I I'm such a believer in this and and some of my friends that I talked well, about to, the
1: Wayne Dyer quote of forgiveness do you remember that one
0: well, there's no justified resentments. So. Yeah, and then
1: there's fra- uh,
0: oh, forgiveness
1: yeah. is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that has crushed it.
0: Yeah, like
1: I'm, I'm getting to know my quotes now. I think to are really proud. <laughs> getting of Getting better than I, me. Yeah, I keep talking about quotes all the time. I'd I would have to write them.
0: them down. But yeah, I think forgiveness. You know, not only loving unconditionally, but but forgiving those who have. Betrayed you, hurt you, harmed you. You know, I'm not talking about staying with abuse, you know, but you have to, even when you get away from an abuser, to forgive them and give them unconditional love. Because I'm such a believer that when you hold that anger inside you and that rage and those memories, it poisons your soul. It lowers your frequency and you carry it into your next relationships. So I'm a big believer in forgiving people that have done me wrong, you know, and done those I love. And I think the hardest for me, not so much me, but say my children or Pip or the people I love, you know, because I'm such a protector. So if, if you harm them, it's going to take a lot for me to forgive you. But that's something I, I really believe, you know, maybe we can talk about it at a future date. It, it is important for the world
1: it is forgiveness is a uh, forgiveness is the medicine of peace i think it really is because you know, that, that's another podcast we can talk about forgiveness and yeah we could talk about it for hours but well here yeah, you go here's t- one go on
0: after all this time the sun never says to the earth you owe me can you finish it
1: look what a love like that can do it can light up the whole world
0: Yep, <laughs> that's what I want
1: tattooed on me. That's going to be a tattoo yes. on my body at some yep, point. Yep, yep.
0: There you go. Yep,
1: it's a powerful. It's a part that that is a powerful one that Wayne talks about. I, I can't think who mm-hmm. the, the poet was. I think it was Hafiz. Yeah, it's Hafiz. Yes. So mm-hmm. Even uh, even after all this time, so think about if we break it down. After all this time, the sun and the moon's been around since the dawn of time, which four is four billion what, years. Four yeah. billion years. Thank you, my yeah. evolutionist. So. <laughs> like the dinosaurs and the cavemen. That was so funny. So even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Yeah. Look what a love like that can do. It lights up the whole world. And that's what me and Chris are getting at, is that when you see the love in everybody, it does light up the whole world. Mm -hmm. Just by you sharing your heart message, that lights up the whole world. But again, Mm -hmm. the owe me is the whole what's going on in the world right now you know i've done you a yeah. favor you do me a favor it's the expectations of all that but again another podcast another day but
0: yeah, yeah it is yeah. a powerful <laughs>
1: quote and yeah it means a lot to us both so today was about sharing our heart messages and again my heart message would just be to become love mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. as saint francis prayer yeah. you know whether is hatred let me so love so it's about becoming love not asking for love becoming love what does becoming love look like to you Mm -hmm. the world needs that the world needs that and if you can find that love in your heart and your soul share it doesn't matter if someone wrongs you hurts you whatever it is just try your hardest to send them love it's just that they need it the most it really is so so my heart message is to become love
0: yeah i love it i love you
1: i love you too so, guys I hope you enjoyed today's episode I know you probably do I always love talking to to Chris and yeah we just we're just so aligned in that our heart messages and what we want to do for the world we want to just help so many people so many animals you know leave our stamp on the on the planet before we we part back to the the realm of of love unconditional real, love <laughs> yeah the real
0: life yeah, yeah 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 so
1: thank you for coming on Chris I love you so much
0: love you too babe anytime
1: thank you and i hope you enjoyed it guys if you've got any questions please reach out and if you want to listen to chris's podcast it's all creatures pod i'll put his uh I'll put his podcast in the show notes so you can have a listen that's you'll know where i found him i actually listened to episode one which is pretty funny because that was when he talked about evolution <laughs> so bad so, it's so bad <laughs> yeah so yeah i actually go back to episode one for me it's so funny how much we grow but it's amazing so, how much you've grown since then
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, three so, years, four years yeah. ago yeah
1: So guys, I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And yeah, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.
0: Bye.